Brogan, do you know what they say about being late? Uh, <laughs> uh it's better better late than never. <laughs> I was just looking for some adage <laughs> about being late. My sage wisdom. Congrats. I, I'll give yeah. you another one. Oh, shoot. Oh, no. Uh, when you come to a fork in, a, in the road, you better take it. I think that's one. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're fashionably late here, uh, I would say. Uh, with our recording, because uh, you were on a on a secret mission again, right? Uh, this weekend. Uh, yeah, it was called uh, going to another town and eating. Yeah. It was it was, it was very complex. And eating. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, that that is a that is a really dangerous mission. Um, Nowadays it is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Actually, that's that's very true. Um, well, I decided against uh, replacing you. Uh, again last minute with uh, with Calvin because I wanted the real thing this time. He was he was just going to talk about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Like that's all he was going to say. That's true. That's true. Also, I I was afraid he was going to um I was afraid he was going to like pick up some uh broken uh some broken uh, new release that's for like 60 bucks uh just to impress impress me like he did last time. With Deadly Premonition 2. And, uh, <laughs> he, just, he just wanted to get the most jank thing. He's like, ah, oh, yes, now, now I can be part yeah. of the cool kids club. <laughs> right, right. This thing is going to run at 10 frames per second. <laughs> Basically, I did him a favor uh, by not asking him. Yeah. Uh, I think they... I, we still have to check in on that. Uh, I, I, he should check... He didn't get... get like, he, he didn't say anything on that. He, he listened to the cast. I said it was patched, supposedly. He should he should check that for us. Uh, <laughs> as the as the uh, Deadly Premonition 2 um, uh, expert. Or let us know um, in the com- or comments below, dear listener. Right. Well, um, this is the, the Daydream cast. I'm Pavlos. And I'm Brogan. And uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do some talking about uh, some news, which we don't do often. But uh, I I, I want to talk. I want to hear your uh, your opinions on this on the on the Mario uh, stuff, uh, the the birthday the what's the word anniversary uh, announcement they did, announcements they did. Uh, obviously, specifically interested in the game uh, announcements. That is um, the enhanced uh, port of 3D World to Switch. Um, the triple pack of uh, mm, what's it, what is it? 64 it's, Sunshine it's 64 and Galaxy. 64 Sunshine and the first Galaxy. Right, and uh, and lastly a uh, a battle royale type Tetris 99 like. Um, multiplayer of Mario where you have to I don't know what would you call that like deathmatchy no that's <laughs> that's finding the right that name. is the dumbest <laughs> I am not interested in that at all oh really I'm not I, I mean I'm, I'm really, interested okay. in the fact that it's slightly new content but yeah. not the thing I'm most excited for unironically for no reason whatsoever is the game and watch Super Mario Brothers re-release I don't know why. That's okay. the most interesting okay. thing on the thing menu to me. Um, interesting. The I I guess my other takes are, I'm not surprised by any of the other release statements. Like I was never going to be surprised by 3D World hitting the Switch. That was never going to be sure. an issue. Um, no, no. The the 3D titles beforehand. I think everyone's wondering where Galaxy Two is. Um, I think it feels woefully incomplete yeah. in that sense, but I honestly don't care that much. Mm-hmm. Is, is this a weird take? Uh, no, no, I think that's a totally reasonable take. I think there is some weirdness. First of all, I think the uh, the 3D world announcement is the one to feel where you can just sort of unequivocally feel good about it. I would say because uh, they're doing the port, which is which is good, so that more people play it because it's really really a great game, and uh, they're doing more. Uh, they you know adding some some stuff to that. That's also appreciated. Uh, I hope the I forget what it's called Bowser's something or whatever. Uh, I hope it's uh, it adds on it bolsters the uh, more challenging back end of the game a bit. That would be that would be cool. Um, 
so I think there that's you know that's just a a unexpected but still uh, good good announcement. The other two, uh, well, I think I do like the novelty. I'm I'm really interested in the multiplayer one, uh, but that um, just like the uh, the triple pack are gonna have time limited distribution <laughs> um, until. Uh, next March, I think it is, um, and that is insane. <laughs> like that is crazy to me. Why? Like uh, why are they? They wanna like the the multiplayer one is just gonna run till March, and the uh, the other the Mario triple pack is the phys- It's gonna be a limited amount of physical uh, copies uh, produced, and then I think they're just gonna. I mean, people assume that they're just gonna sell it piecemeal after the that March uh, date, uh, which I guess I could see. I'm not sure about. I'm not sure if that's gonna be the case, but uh. I don't remember. Pavlos, do you remember back when they re-released Super Mario All Stars for the Wii? Yes. Did, was that limited? It felt like it was limited. Uh, it's funny. I never picked that up because uh, I. I still had some shred of dignity. Uh, yeah, I mean, just, I don't want to uh, pay fifty dollars for old games like that. Yeah, that could easily no, fit on was, a single was, like flash drive. It yeah. wasn't even the originals. I mean, are we in agreement that All Stars is definitely inferior to the sing- like uh, to the just singular singular uh, games? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, because it's obviously the the different styles of the games and everything are what makes them great. And uh, the, the old, the old Super Mario Brother ones in particular, like Lost Levels and One, are particularly ugly in the in the homogenized style. Um, like I, mm-hmm. I, I think three and um, three, three looks like quote unquote fine enough, but yeah, they all oh, they all really like look the, separate. I really like the original look of three, and I think that's a total downgrade in All Stars. But uh, yes, the re-release, which was uh, the 25th anniversary, uh, was just a ROM of of All-Stars on a disc with uh, with some gallery, of course, some some bonus stuff. But basically, the game was an All-Stars ROM. (laughs) That was that was it. That was it. Uh, So uh, I didn't pick that up, um, but I did look up uh, when they announced 3D All-Stars. I did. Look up the current prices for it, uh, and it's not that rare. You can just get it. Like, obviously, Nintendo games don't really drop in price, uh, and especially that if it's a bit of a limited limited print, I guess uh, that helps with keeping the price up. But it but didn't. It was still wrong. like like for thirty, forty bucks, you can still get in sort of very uh, a copy in good condition. Newsflash, uh, dear listener, it's still not worth it. <laughs> no, still not worth it. Even and I'm like a collector ish, but uh, I'm 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 not gonna pick that up. Uh, would you but, pick um, Would you pick this one up? I'm picking this one up. You are <laughs> picking this. What What made you do it? Was it Galaxy that sold you on it? Because I think Galaxy is what sets it mm, apart. The thing is, I own all these games. Yeah, like same on the, That's the issue. original platforms. Uh, but uh, I think it's the mix of uh, the white support and um, sort of just being able to play it because I did actually uh, think about playing them again. And so this is just super comfortable uh, to play them again like like this on a to have them like this. like especially Galaxy, I really wanted to replay um, because I don't know if you knew this about me, but, I have not played. I've never played Galaxy Two. Uh, oh my goodness, Pavlos! Yeah, yeah. Even though I, I also own it, but uh, yeah. So I would have appreciated it being on there, but uh, I mean, yeah, it is how it is. But but yeah, I really I want to replay one first, which I did complete. Uh, and uh, so this is just kind of comfortable, a comfortable release for me, and. Uh, Obviously, the slight uh, enhance HD enhancements or whatever are, you know, I'll take those uh, as well, uh, and and that's it. But I will not uh, agree in the slightest with people who are, you know, ex- expected more and want this to be more. I th- I, I, th- I totally agree. It's uh, 
it's lacking um, and uh, I I would have found a more thorough uh, re remake yeah a more thorough remake ultimately of sunshine uh, I think m way more interesting than this triple package because sunshine has has problems and uh, like with the level structure and uh, and and stuff and uh, and you know I would have found it interesting if they took that on and sort of uh, made some changes changes to it. I, I um, completely agree. I'm not in love with Sunshine. I think Sunshine out of those three is the weakest. Um, but I think there's a huge novelty to playing um, GameCube quality mm -hmm. and Wii quality games on the Switch. I think the Switch is a wonderful console. Uh, it's beautiful and convenient. And um, mm -hmm. so in that sense, I would be very excited about the re-release. But uh, yeah. yeah, there's something about it deep down in your heart that's like, I wish there was more. Right. Uh, I also love. I I would say I love things about Sunshine, but uh, I, I, I I think it's got good personality and stuff. I don't know how what you meant by uh, level design. I think progression was my big thing. Um, I didn't like. Yeah. Like I, the, like the way it incentivized shines, but actual progression was based on um bowser jr stuff felt very weird to me like i never 100 percented it or anything and then there was like huge spikes in difficulty depending on the shine and it was just awkward that's, and clunky sometimes that's it yeah so just in, some shines are just complete <laughs> bullshit basically uh they could have re uh readjusted those uh difficulty of those and uh and yeah just just some jump there's Sunshine has like ten or so infamous uh, shines, infamous missions or whatever um, that everyone sort of dreads because they're they're kind of clunky and like they sort of feel half baked uh, and uh, and what I the things I do really like are the setting and the music and the I think flood is a really interesting thing um, and uh, and stuff like that like I like I like a lot of this that stuff and I. I I'm still uh, I never I actually never owned Sunshine. It was a uh, a game I didn't rent stuff a lot, or we didn't rent stuff a lot. My parents didn't rent a lot of films, and I didn't rent uh, games that often. But um, I did actually rent uh, Sunshine a couple times, and uh, I always rented it in the co in the combo with. So you, <laughs> you can imagine it's GameCube days and PS2 days, right? And I go in there. I always rented, uh, I re or at least I rented a couple times Sunshine for my for the GameCube, and Goofy's Funhouse for the PS One. <laughs> the classic, the 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 classic. Sunshine, <laughs> fucking move over. Goofy's Funhouse <laughs> is the game. Right. I yeah. That was uh, not 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 no. I'm not kidding. That was re that was the the combo of uh, of I rented that combo like several times. Um, I, I I was probably the last person renting PS1 games. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh, that's all happening, and it's a shame. Uh, it's just baffling again why they're why they why they're choosing to do like a limited distribution or a limited service for the multiplayer one. I I like who nobody can understand this. Uh, maybe they can. Maybe if it's a success, they'll uh, they'll. They'll have it running for longer than initially intended, but who knows? Um, who knows? Nintendo dot colon who knows? Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on. Um, I what wanted want to, to talk. talk I I don't think you played a lot of games these past two weeks, Pavlos. Um, we're all mm -hmm. gearing up for the next episode. We'll be teased at the end, but um, I, I've been excited about and looking at um, New Blood Interactive's uh, upcoming catalog this year. Um, they yeah. are a publisher that publishes primarily, if not exclusively, uh, sort of throwback um, first-person shooter titles. Um, Quake likes. Or likes, yeah. They, they impersonate uh, games of yesteryear, so we're talking a Medieval and Dusk. Uh, very heavy Doom and Quake focus, um, and then like also primarily single player experiences. Um, and mm -hmm. the upcoming games this year are Gloomwood and Ultra Kill, and both of mm -hmm. those um, have demos out 
right now, if someone wants to, they can check them out on Steam and play them. Gloomwood mm. is a huge departure. It's sort of like, I say sort of, it's mostly Thief, the Thief uh, franchise, oh. uh, Stealth, yeah. um, Stealth Victorian I Blend. It. I love Thief. Uh, Thief is good. And uh, Gloomwood has less of the RPG inventory mechanics, but added onto it is a more focused sense of horror and um gunplay they add guns to it and there's a there's a heavier emphasis on that um mm -hmm. and then ultra kill is uh, much more focused on elaborating on mechanical concepts um they they have a heavy emphasis on score which reminds me of later action titles say in the 2000s after you know uh, everything I think Vanquish and stuff like not first person shooter, but action titles started incorporating yeah. scores like the old arcades did. Right. And um right. and it is both are very fun to me. Right. Uh, yeah, they look they look cool. Um in general there's a like resurgence of uh of Doom and Quake likes and they uh they do the style really, really well and uh uh yeah i mean we're fully in the thing whoever is still asking for uh you know people who are still saying like oh when do, when will we finally get to the ps1 saturn uh we're we're we're, we're deep uh, in it now i yeah we're deep in it for some years we are we have been we have been in it and uh, it's cool um for sure and uh, i'm glad uh people of the the fans of that um, genre are getting really cool new uh, new new games uh, in that i should probably get into the, those at some point i i have do i have the dooms on switch uh so i should play those you should doom is good right. this was this was talked about in the test episode episode zero i talk about doom i love doom oh yeah yeah right uh you did you did talk the about the throwback right, how long will, ago uh, was that pavlos Oh, it feels like I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Years. Maybe. It's been eons. Yeah. What, what was that pre? Uh, <laughs> that was, was like that right when coronavirus was happening. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Did it was like just did, hitting. It was like April. Did, did we cause coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Who knows? With how bad uh, that episode was, possibly. <laughs> right. Oh god. Did you have anything else you uh, wanted to talk about? I just wanted to say, uh, maybe we should do figure still so because we have to map out our new episodes uh, this week. For, uh, so we have a roadmap for the new games. We should we should see if we can include some either maybe Doom like or Quake like or whatever, so that I I uh, have some incentive to play one. And we should uh, think about maybe some stealth stealth in there. I I would uh, I would personally love a stealth. I think a stealth title is most likely on the next uh round. Right. Uh and with that we uh come to the hot take central uh in Europe it's known as hot take minute. Um in America it's got in America they have little eyebrows that make sure the hot take looks angry. Right. And it's a rare case where uh, the you know the, the Japanese release is uh, still they're still waiting for it. It's the the uh, <laughs> it's it's last uh, for 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 them. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's a rare case. Usually, you know, the games come from Japan, and then we we have to wait. Europe has to wait for our game of the of the week. I had to wait one year for it. Um, <laughs> But uh, <laughs> Hot Take Central Hot Take Minute is out, uh, has been out in the US and Europe. And uh, well, let's see. Uh, obviously, we have to uh, win uh, by providing the hotter take of the two. Uh, who went first last time? I think I did. I'm pretty right? sure I went first last time. Oh, okay. Then I'll go first this time. Um, so, my hot take this week, I would say that. Smash Brothers, it is Smash Brothers related. I would say that uh, Smash Brothers 4 is the most superfluous uh, Smash Brothers. Elaborate. <laughs> well, obviously, uh, obviously, this is going uh, sort of the, the hotness about it is that people uh, really love to hate Brawl. Um, and uh, I would argue that uh, Brawl. Is uh, 
obviously I can see the gripes, uh, but I think uh, they are very gameplay related and sort of technical and they concern uh, sort of the, the esports scene or whatever and people who are sort of uh, really, you know, dig into those mechanics and, and really treat it like a fighting game. But generally, speak, generally speaking, uh, um, Brawl had a, was ambitious. It had the subspace emissary. It had a great sort of lead up to it. It was sort of a real moment in time, you know, following those updates uh, on, on Brawl. And it was sort of uh, a big, a huge thing. Um, and uh, it was it was a full on uh, new Smash Brothers. Whereas Smash Four to me seems uh, half baked. It seems it's like a half step um, between games. It uh, I feel like there's the it, it ultimately made the uh, smallest impact. Uh, um, obviously, besides Brawl, it it was the one I think that was played the least in in esports uh, in the esports scene. Um, it uh, sort of it, it feels in many aspects to me sort of made obsolete by Ultimate. Um, I feel like in it, with the roster and everything, uh, just Ultimate goes goes beyond and uh, and and just provides uh, sort of cooler um, alternate modes. Um, and Smash Four it had the 3DS version, which is kind of a neat novelty. Uh, I'm I'm even willing to say that the uh, Wii version is the more superfluous one <laughs> in a way uh, because the 3ds one is really a cool thing and it actually works and it's cool to have, like that's a cool thing to have that on um, 3ds I also play that more than the wii U version and the uh i think the modes were bad like the the extra modes were, were really really not good <laughs> and the uh you know the one where you collect like the icons for like strength and and stuff and and like the uh the weird board game dumb. thing yeah. Yes. So uh, to me, and and uh, sort of the way single player works and stuff, that all is uh, in Ultimate. That's that's just from Smash Four, uh, and so it it uh, adopted some things there. And in my opinion, uh, it it didn't feel like a full new step. It felt like sort of a professional polished Smash Brothers that was then out polished by Ultimate, whereas uh, Brawl. With its ambition and its heart and its build up and everything and uh, it it was it was a an important it was a full new step so uh, yeah so that you is may my, be wondering how take. hot was this take well dear listener it may be hot to some but not to me this is a fine take uh, um right. I would say I I I would say four's uh four's transition into ultimate is definitely. Uh, a product of uh, Ultimate's development and um, sure. sort of a change in direction. And I think 4 is a change in direction. Um, I think Brawl was the last time there was a, an intended um, idea for where to go for progression. And since yeah. then, everyone in D Nintendo or Sakurai or whatever, or the blood, the blood crowd that is demanding more... Uh, has decided that really people just want characters. They just want characters. Nobody cares about yeah, anything. They, even even when they yeah. release downloadable content, people don't want to play the stages because there's only five stages for competitive people to play. There's only you know like um so there's been a heavy emphasis on blending the competitive with some of the more casual elements. But you're right. Brawl was the last time they went for the for the casual elements, but still mm -hmm. offered some intensive uh, new ideas. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, um, what, what is your take? My take is on water levels and other um, sort of levels mm -hmm. that are themed. Um, not so much like, oh, the, the level is red now in a platformer. I'm more so talking about levels that fundamentally change um, yeah. your movement. Uh, right. Um, I, I mm -hmm. particularly like them. I think, oh. I think they are very, they're very important. Um, there's sort of a blend between elaboration on the initial mechanics 
and completely new mechanics adding on top. And if they are good water levels, they are done amazingly. And if even if they're bad, there's a, there's something to be said for variety and um, a sort of elaboration on the idea that can be further refined in later entries or later levels. Right. Well, uh, I would I would uh, I would say that uh, in general, I think variety is good. And so, if uh, a water level is good, I would I, I can only judge on a case by case basis. I couldn't really uh, I don't really have a general uh, take on this. But on a case by case basis, uh, if a water level is good, that means it uh, provides more vari variety. Variety is good. Ergo, uh, I I like good water levels. Uh, uh, and I'm gonna assume the same for you. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I assume there can be bad water levels. I, yeah, uh, I think there can be bad water levels. I think. I think what's really delicate about it is how much it either bucks the initial gameplay, um, or impedes uh -huh. it, or necessarily gives something new. Like, I don't know. Like, just taking Mario for example. Like, just a, a simple Mario water level. They're not particularly amazing, but like it still fundamentally uses major concepts and then still uh, provides something completely different to how you move. Um, right. And that's super fun to me. I really like it, especially if they reinvent. It's not so much just like, oh, it's slightly different. Now, it's, it's a fundamental difference that still makes it work, and I love it. I think uh, some positive examples for me are um, Mario Galaxy and uh, Odyssey, uh, where they also just have, especially Odyssey has like obviously cool abilities where you could be a fish and stuff. And like, uh, if you hold on to a, uh, I really like in Mario how you when you hold on to a shell. Yes, and there's sort um, of like an acceleration to it. That's in that's in Mario World, obviously, and um, but uh, uh, and and um, Tropical Freeze has amazing. Like it has an entire water world, water themed world, and it's uh, I really like the the water stuff there as well. I think that's a stellar example of that. Um, I think a bad example for me, but there you can already say how sort of different factors, different stuff factors into it, is a Mario sixty four. Yeah. Where I don't like the where I think the pool of water is always too big, and um, it's just sort of it makes. It makes it a slog because uh, and I, everything just feels slightly too large. And I, and um, I think Mario 64 doesn't have enough movement options. It feels like you're trying to struggle with a tank in in uh, right. Mario 64. In yeah. That. And then, like, I don't mind earlier water levels in Mario 64. For me, the point where it hits, okay, fuck this, is the, the rising and lowering water level painting. Mm -hmm. That's the mm -hmm. one where I'm like, oh, I don't like this at all. This is not fun. Yeah. But um, a lot of times Mario 64 alleviates that by just putting most yeah. of the level on top of the water and then having the water be something you tend to avoid or dip in occasionally. Well, uh, Brogan, once again, <laughs> we, we proved to be uh, quite, quite uh, lukewarm <laughs> in our takes. But, next um, time, next I time, think... Pavlos, the sequel will we'll, we'll send it up. <laughs> <laughs> this quequel, uh, yeah. Uh, I do like seeing the reactions, though. We did have some reactions to the last uh, last one, and uh, I think maybe this is the true purpose here: is uh, to uh, not uh, incite rage uh, uh, in in us two, but in in others, in listeners. No matter how many times <laughs> I tell listeners to comment, I uh, don't actually read comments. That's my secret weapon. It's because I know I'm always <laughs> right, Pavlos. <laughs> Yeah, I always get like letters, like uh, you know, that smell like perfume and like in pink envelopes and stuff. It's uh, it's weird. I don't open them, uh, but uh, yeah, it's like to my favorite Daydream cast host uh, <laughs> written on them and stuff. But uh, but yeah. Do, do you read uh, in the top a... corner who it's for? Because it might not be for you. No, they don't have a stamp on them, and so I just I just can't abide. I can't I can't abide by that. <laughs> pay pay for stamps, people. Uh, pay for stamps. All right, uh, our game of the week. Did it, did it, did it. Um, <laughs> that was supposed to be the the jingle, but it sounded, I guess, more like a generic one. Is uh, Kirby uh, Kirby Nightmare in Dreamland, otherwise known uh, as Kirby of the Stars, the Fountain of Dreams Deluxe. 
That's in Japan. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a more intense title, right? I, would, I like Kirby of the Stars. Um, I think that's the... I think that might be the, just the main... The normal uh, title for them in uh, Japan. Um, so, Pablo, go ahead and lay it all yeah. out. Tell me, tell me uh, about will. Kirby Nightmare in Dreamland. Yes, I want to hit you with some facts first. Straight, straight facts. Flat. Uh, it came... It came out in 2002 uh, in Japan and the US, 2003, and like a full year, not like a couple months into the, but like a full year later in, in Europe. Obviously, it's a GBA game. We should men mention that. And uh, the most important thing is it's a remake of uh, Kirby's Adventure on the NES from, from 93. So like ten, a 10 year uh, anniversary, I guess you could say, um, just about. And uh, it uh, the things it adds or changes. I will quickly list them. Um, it adds a multiplayer option uh, for the game and the sub games uh, where you can play yellow, red, and green Kirby uh, if you hook up your GBAs, which is really cool. Uh, it replaces two of the three sub games. Uh, that is Crane Fever and Egg, Egg Catcher are replaced with Bomb Rally and Kirby's Air Grind. We will talk about the sub games, of course, uh, later on. The uh, a lot of the stuff just stays. The arena stays. That's an extra door in every world where you fight a sub-boss to gain a weapon and a tomato. The museum door where you just can, like, uh, get abilities. Um, and uh, the mini-game doors where you can get... Uh, where you play the, the sub-games I mentioned, but in the story mode, uh, for you play them for one-ups. And once you play them once, the, the door closes. That all stays. Uh, the hidden switches stay uh, from the original game. Um, they unlock the the disappointingly, I would say they only unlock some of these these arena museum doors or whatever in the in the world you're in. They don't really unlock anything special, but they are required for 100, uh, percent which we can talk about a bit later. Um, and you can tell which ones have a switch because the door has a different colored star, uh, so you know which one uh, has houses the switch, and you can you can get it. It's really easy to find usually. It's like a hidden door behind some blocks usually, and it's it's really easy to find. The game is really easy, we should say. Um, otherwise, uh, uh, most Kirby's, especially of this era, were. Um, yeah. Go on if you need to talk. It, it is easier than the original, we should say, despite some interesting changes, which I will talk about later. But uh, graphics and sound are completely uh, updated. Um, some tracks are even changed up, not just, you know, the, they're not just rearrangements, but even some areas have new tracks. Uh, but no new abilities, uh, still 25 abilities from the, from the original, uh, game. But, uh, yeah, I, th I would say the graphical changes are the biggest thing. Yep. Um, maybe we should start uh, talking, uh, I mean... Do well. Let me just say a quick thing. Kirby, you're a pink puffball. You run around. You suck enemies in. You can swallow them to copy their abilities. Then instead of sucking, you get that ability instead. If you get hit, you lose it. You can re-suck. It's gonna be a lot of sucking. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can re-suck the. They can inhale the star uh, and get get it back. You have health. Um, you fight bosses. You. Uh, you fight DDD, uh, King DDD, and uh, and uh, which is like a wrestler penguin king, and uh, and Meta Knight, which is like an edge lord, uh, Kirby, black Kirby with a mask and a sword. Um, that's Kirby. I hope everyone knows Kirby, <laughs> but I still wanted to to say just to give a quick uh, description of it. Uh, let's talk about the new graphics. Okay. All right. I'll I'll say a take. Yeah. I like them for the most part. Um, I particularly mm -hmm. like the uh, setting stuff, although I would say it's probably less impressive. What was really impressive about Kirby's Adventure for the NES is because mm -hmm. it went late into its lifespan, it actually had a lot of memory on its cartridge. They did some really yeah. creative and cool stuff on the original's yep. uh, backgrounds, but I still like the new backgrounds a lot visually. Uh, it's very compelling. The sprite work and character designs, a li little bit less so, but still pretty good, mm. pretty charming. The thing I like the least is the menu. Like, the the, the menus look very mid-2000s, mediocre Game Boy Advance. And they also, like, 
<laughs> at least in the promotion art i mean i it, you can barely tell in like uh the typical sprite work but like in the promo art they sort of just steal the uh kirby anime um logo and the kirby anime yeah. artwork and not by steel, but you know what I mean. And um, it might be the other way around, though. I'm sure, sure, other way it's around. But like either it. way, yeah. I I'm not a fan of those aesthetics. The actual sprite work is much more impressive to me. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> I wasn't expecting a focus on the menu stuff, but I can say something about the menus. They are obviously. I mean, this is a Kirby is a Sakurai series, and the uh, menus from this time. Uh, also Air Ride on the GameCube, Kirby's Air Ride, and this, they are just the Smash menus. It's the Smash menu design. I, I, um, I mean, I agree with that. And uh, Sakurai has been a big fan of menus. I don't know if you ever re- read about the Famutsu article praising the Persona mm-hmm. 5 menus. He seems to be very yeah. focused on on menus. Um, sure, sure. But, uh... <laughs> I didn't have a problem with the menus. I uh, I I think it's a fun thing that from this time there the Smash menus are in like Air Ride this and and Smash have like the similar menu. Uh, I think visually uh, it would be the least uh, compelling to me out of those. I don't mind okay. any of them, but sure. as far as the thing goes, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily blend well. And they also got rid of the initial uh, Kirby's Adventure cutscene. Uh, oh yeah, you have to wait for it uh, on the menu. Oh, it's like a demo thing. Well, yeah. What the fuck? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't know why they made it like that, but yes, you have to wait. You have to sit on the menu for it. Uh, that's uh, that's that's dumb. Definitely. I don't know why they took it out. Um, I think the sprite work is really good. I should. I I think it's really uh, the backgrounds and the sprites are one of the highlights for me. Yet. I still feel ambivalent about them. Like I, I think by themselves they are great, but what has happened is uh, the um, proportions of everything are much larger. Uh, it feels than like it's a in, huge uh, zoom in, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it zooms. It, it, it's, it's slightly zoomed in. The uh, the sprites are larger. The proportions are uh, different. It is sort of uh, and like a good comparison for me in my head is uh, the mobile. Uh, Mega Man games. Um, mm-hmm. not, it's not quite as bad, but if you think about the Game Boy games, Mega Man, like so, the big problem with those, they're pretty. They would be pretty okay if they, if not everything wasn't so big and it was so easy to get hit. Um, and I think, to me, as a Kirby veteran who hadn't played this one before, um, it was I. I totally I noticed some stuff immediately. First of all. The backgrounds look cool, but they are now static, and uh, some of them were animated in uh, Kirby's Adventure. That's like a weird downgrade. Um, like the there's a thing where you climb a tower, and it's like and it would uh, actually turn. Yeah, I mean, I think Kirby's rotate. Adventure is more impressive, way more impressive. Yeah, in a way, I think the sprite work here by itself is really cool, and it's like some of the definitive Kirby uh, designs look like it's like the best they've ever looked here. Um, but I really like the style of adventure as well. I would say it's it's a toss up there, but from a gameplay perspective, like the way uh, sort of graphics in this case um, affect gameplay, I would say they uh, the new ones affect gameplay a bit negatively, uh, um, and that's that's kind of a, a shame. Uh, the 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 I would say adventure always reminded me of a stage, sort of like Mario Brothers. Uh, it always reminded me a bit of a stage, uh, like um, of a stage play, in a way. Just the backgrounds and every and like the menu at the bottom, which framed uh, in a way the um, the game. Um, that always uh, reminded me a bit uh, of a of a stage uh, aesthetic similar to Mario Brothers uh, three, um, and and that's lost here uh, for sure. Which is uh, yeah, it's a shame. Uh, but um, and it is all in all like it's 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 par- it's paradoxical. Uh, I would say I feel like I got hit more often, <laughs> um, yet it feels really it still feels really easy. Maybe even easier than the original. And I can't really quite put my finger on it because uh, the sprites are bigger. And I actually read up on this, though I felt it immediately, but I still read up on it just to confirm that feeling. And yes, indeed, some abilities like fire and uh, cutter and stuff have 
slight input lag now. Um, oh wow! And uh, yeah, and uh, stuff like the tornado at the end has less invincibility frames. These are some of the abilities, by the way. Um, have has uh, says less invincibility frames at the end, so you can't just yeah. It's like it's weird. Um, that stuff, and I told I noticed it immediately because I was like, like sort of pressing the attack button and like sort of like jumping into an enemy, pressing the attack button, and then getting hit, not getting my my ability off in time. And I was I totally noticed it, and then I looked it up on some Kirby Wikipedia or whatever, and they. They actually talked about how there's uh, some input lag on some of the abilities uh, compared to um, Dreamland uh, to, to Adventure. Sorry. Uh, um, right. I, uh, did you notice anything like that? Did you have any? I um... I did not notice the input lag issue. I did notice the sprite work issue, the uh, zoom in issue. Um, I think mm-hmm. that is typical for the portability. I think it's a portability issue where you've got such a small screen, you need to be able to at least to the developers in their minds, you need to be able to see your character so well. Um, So they have to zoom in and they feel obligated to, but it becomes very problematic, especially in like modern era where, you know, on a Wii U, you can play on a Wii U gamepad. So you're, you are zoomed in, like you're seeing a giant screen of it or something like they they didn't design Mm -hmm. it around those. They designed it around a tiny little thing. So, I, I don't know if you played on original hardware or not, but that's that's how I excuse it or whatever. Do you mm. know if uh, all these Kirby games blend in for me, Pablo? So I'm going to be real. Do you know how zoomed in or problematic it was not for uh, for the other GBA game? Uh, you mean Amazing Mirror? Yes. Um, it, it's a good question. It has been a bit, but uh, I think... I think it was a bit l- in my head. It's it was a bit less zoomed in, but probably that's not true because I assume it's just based on the same uh, assets or sort of frame framework and, and assets. So in my head, a little bit was zoomed out, but probably I'm tripping and it's the same, exactly the same thing. Uh, that's actually the most likely. Yeah, uh, I I want to say a couple more things um, regarding just some 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 facts again straight facts uh facts don't all, care about your uh, feelings go ahead <laughs> no uh i wanted to say the structure is uh since we didn't mention that it is just um different worlds you travel to you do like some levels like four or five or six and then you get the boss and then you just get to the next uh, world and the uh names which are all like food stuff uh, uh which is a staple for the series uh the first um the first letters of every world name, uh, if you put them together, they actually are the uh, acronyms for the colors of the rainbow. Oh, uh, like Roy G. Fact. Biv. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing that's interesting is that Kirby can uh, dash if you double tap, and it's the first handheld Kirby where he can do that. Uh, obviously, because Adventure had the dash, so uh, that's sort of then by, by design that this one has it, but yeah, that was actually the first uh, handheld one uh, to to have it. Like Dreamland and Dreamland Two didn't have uh, didn't have it. Um, the director of the game, aside from the aside from Sakurai, the director Shinichi Shimomura. Uh, it's actually sort of a bit of a like a bit of a, a Nintendo. I don't know. I want, I'm not going to say myth because it's not a myth. It's just a story, a uh, personal story. Uh, he actually sort of disappeared from the gaming scene after this. He did. Uh, he was the director on 2, on uh, 3, and on 64. Uh, and on this, like he did those four, direct, like was the main director. And uh, then just disappeared. Like he didn't do anything else after it. Uh, really, uh, really, really interesting. Uh, like when strange. you say disappear, and- like... Do you mean he's walking into the fog and no one knows, or did he just retire? <laughs> uh, maybe he retired. That's possible. But usually in at Nintendo, like these people, obviously they, 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 they work they till they're get, dead. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. Advisor, I'm... they get like advisor roles, or, like supervisor stuff, and like he completely was. You know, there's no other credit to his name. It's really, uh, really strange. I don't know if he actually disappeared. <laughs> like he's like I don't I. I, I didn't look up if, like, Nintendo people know where he is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just want to know the <laughs> definition of disappear in this story. 
Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Uh, I still find it a fun, uh, well, not so fun, but uh, interesting fact. Um, but yeah, uh, well, we were uh, we were a bit. Um, I would say we we had a slight. We were a bit negative so far on this. Um, but uh, I mean, for me, Kirby ultimately is always sort of fun. Uh, it's like it's a, a, there's rarely a Kirby where I would say it's like a total miss or I really don't like. This. What do you? Uh, uh, we're gonna turn it into a broad general thing and then we're gonna focus back right now. Yeah. What do you like about Kirby? What's so special about Kirby, Pavlos? Yeah, I like uh, the I like the um, fun designs uh of the enemies i love kirby obviously and like king ddd and mennonite I, th I think those are great i like how uh it keeps uh bosses uh, i mean this here has just the same bosses as uh as adventure including the extra boss you get for getting all the switches so getting 100 percent um and uh and it like i like how these uh, bosses uh, repeat throughout the series but always with a new twist uh, and some new bosses and stuff. I like how it's like it juggles old and new. Um, I think the music is some of the best in in like in Nintendo games, so the Kirby music. Um, uh, but I think the main the main thing maybe is the uh, the abilities. That's for me maybe the if I had to name one thing as number one, it would be the fun of uh, having all these different abilities and the animations tied to them and obviously the series would then elaborate to give uh in future titles abilities get you get you have different moves with abilities depending on if you pull them off while you're running while you're standing while you're walking while you're pressing down uh stuff like while some you can charge um or just single tap and they do different things um this is not quite there yet though there is a couple that have different um a couple different uh, um like the ufo for example um but uh but i would say the number one thing is the variety of abilities and playing playing with the abilities <laughs> are you surprised by that i mean i, I could see that i i can also respect like I personally like the movement. I like being able to. F I like. I like the floating. The floating feels mm -hmm. very free. Like you, you get locked yeah. to the ground in other platformers, whereas in this right. one, jumping isn't the issue. Um, and it's right. sort of much more about the slight navigations and your your own opportunities. I do like the abilities a lot. Um, I I guess a lot of times it blends in for me. Um, the thing sure. I will say was um. Um, I, I think when they vary, I, I attach to them more and I'm really only like, that's fair. I've only played and extensively beat, let's say early to mid era Kirby. I stopped after probably the mm -hmm. Wii one, the Wii one where mm -hmm. you have the four yeah. players or whatever. Yeah. Uh, right. does that make sense? Kirby's um, so Wii, like yeah. mm -hmm. there's. Yes, um, there's there's ones I particularly like more, and I like uh, Superstar is the one that sticks out in my mind. And I guess to compare Adventure slash Dreamland or Nightmare in Dreamland to um, Superstar is there's sort of a, a, a they seek variety. So the moment where I start forgetting or blending into other games or like you know. In, in every mm -hmm. game, I just assume that you're going to go to the forest, fight the giant tree thing. It's going to drop apples. You're going to suck up the apple, and you're going to shoot it at the thing. Like, that's... Wispy I, Woods. It's, it's Wispy Woods. It's it's in every single one. I can't... I can't with, without the actual aesthetic, I couldn't tell you which one it is. Um, But... Uh, but they do fun things. Like, he gets... Uh, the fun ones are when he, like go super saiyan and like it's like oh you expect the harmless uh wispy woods the tree but then there's a couple where he just uh we actually pulls out some moves <laughs> and uh, it's like wow wispy woods what happened there, there <laughs> could be slight variations but i guess what i'm saying is is like the original gb game is so simple it is bare bones true, simple yeah. And I like I like this one is sort of like a complete expansion, the addition of powers and all and all of the sort of 
I actually like the length of this. I think the length of the original Game Boy game is way too short. But but uh, this this Kirby's Adventure is really good at that. Um, something like Superstar adds complete variety to the content. Um, so after I end one, I can go, okay, Dynablade's done. Now I can play Great Cave Offensive. Now I can play Meta Knight's Revenge. And these are all endure in my mind more. And that's what I like about later entries. That's fair. I mean, Superstar Deluxe, uh, Superstar, sorry, Superstar Ultra on DS is uh, probably the best Kirby uh, of the classic kind because of that variety. I mean, it's just an enhanced thing of uh, Superstar has more, even more variety, more stuff. Um, that's probably the best on on DS. Um, my favorite is uh, Dreamland Two, um, actually, because I like the, I don't know, I like the aesthetic, I like the vibe of that the best, and I like the animal bodies, which I, um, which I love. Uh, I think those are missing from uh, a lot, too many Kirby games. Um, and uh, and but yeah, I mean, uh, then there's obviously the the spinoffs are completely different. Uh, topic like people like uh the ball one. Oh, um, oh you see I, i'm i'm completely different on like to me the normal kirby series is like oh yeah mild positive and then like the the variations that are like canvas curse or uh epic yarn mm-hmm. or something those i mm-hmm. i particularly like like canvas curse was like really cool for yeah. a ds title to me definitely definitely no i mean i agree uh mass attack is really cool uh Right. Um, no, uh, I totally agree. But uh, but yes, I think it's just a series with, which has like it's it's always pleasant, like you said. Even the even the ones you don't super love, you find mildly pleasant. Uh, I I like those a bit more. But it's like a solid. It's not like a, an ecstatic. It's not like an ecstatic uh, love for them. It's just a a a really um, I don't know. It's like a comfy thing. And even this one where I have like <laughs> you know I'm talking about some some input lag on some delay on, on some abilities and like the proportions being a bit different and stuff that stuff was like oh, okay this is this is not going to be my favorite one but it's still a cool but, um, but deep down who cool cares remake. about input lag when you play curb you know what i mean like there's a it's warmth a, to it yeah you're playing for the feeling sure, sure. it's a cool remake still of of, uh, of adventure and in a way i like that it's different so you can still play the original and you can play this and this one looks different enough uh, that sort of both have have their place i really do like the sprite work by itself it really looks uh, it really looks cool really colorful really some of the animation uh is really detailed like so there's some uh, um there's some frames in the animation that are really you know just have this attention to detail that i really really love uh in general um uh one thing uh two things that i wanted to uh talk about Maybe the last things I don't know. Uh, um, or uh, and and first uh, another note, another slightly negative note, but maybe that's that that requires further uh, investigation. Maybe uh, this was always the case, but this game uh, made me feel uh, like uh, made me think that the enemy placement and some of the level design and stuff can feel a bit jumbled and random. Uh, I thought some of the enemy placements where they sort of are, where they hang out, where they start. Uh, I I felt that I I felt like especially near the end the like the way it escalated difficulty this game's not difficult but you could see there's a clear attempt in it um it feels it feels more eclectic I just didn't want to comment on it because I can't speak to the enemy placement in Kirby's adventure I have I have no idea how that differs I I it's not fresh enough in my mind that I can name uh specific examples it could be a side effect of the compressed uh screen that i felt that more here but uh i i want to look into it um um i'm gonna look into it at some point but uh again i don't know if this is a thing of this game or it just highlighted something that i hadn't noticed before about adventure i don't know but uh either way i wanted to mention it um let's talk i want to talk two things quickly one favorite abilities and two uh the sub games Let's talk about the favorite abilities first. Um, what what are you what were your favorites? Um, okay, technically my fa- my favorite general ability, I, I like I like slashies and hammers. I like the sword and I like the hammer in all Kirby's. <laughs> I like the wand mm-hmm. ones where you spray less 
I'm I'm less of a fan of the sprays. Um, yeah. I I particularly like the UFO one. I think the UFO one was really really fun. It's a really cool one, yeah. Um, I like ones where uh, I love I like a lot of them, but I like the ones that uh, incorporate some movement. So I like, so like the, uh, the fireball. Yeah. yeah, I like the fireball. I like the wheel. I like the tornado. I love just sort of uh, sort of rushing through through it with uh, with uh, with these abilities. Um, that's really fun. The wheel especially is so fun. Uh, if you if you pull off the turns and everything, it, it is it is a lot of fun. Uh, I like I like high jump a lot. I don't know what about it, but uh, I like the cape and I like the how that, it feels. Th- those um, those were super cool moments, especially when you use the boss with the I never know names the the cloud with the spikes and the eye. Correct. Like, that was a fantastic crackle. level. I I loved I loved that boss. Yes, mm-hmm. and um, that's a really fun power. I like it when the powers are so different that you have to recognize them instead of yeah. like an elemental recolor of a previous power. I really like uh, as well. I like uh, suplex and uh, and throw, where it's just like you, you sort of get on an enemy, you throw it on the ground, or you throw it uh, as a projectile. I like really. I like those where Kirby sort of pulls up pulls off a move and if you and if there's no enemy he sort of whiffs and like sort of uh tiptoes into the like into the into nothing because he there's no enemy and so he pulled off some move and sort of uh stumbles uh um, because there was no one there and uh if you kirby if you do... kirby doing close combat is pretty cute <laughs> yes yes uh so so yeah i like basically you could say i like those the most that have some sort of movement or some sort of uh yeah, some sort of prolonged uh, um, animation to them. But uh, um, uh, one one that I also like that it's not those is the freeze one because uh, the one where you uh, not the one where you spit like ice, but the one where you emit this ice aura and freeze uh, freeze enemies. So freezing enemies has always been fun because they turn into ice blocks that you can then. Um, Sort of a shoot, sort of shoot off uh, as uh, projectiles. Um, right. Uh, I agree. That one's really cool. Uh... <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the sub games. Uh, what did you What do you think about them? I think that I mean the sub games are a staple, another staple of the series, uh, and uh, I think it's always uh, I'm always excited to to see what the what they are. So uh, yeah, let's let's hear it. But how did you like them? Um, I personally, yeah, uh, to go back to the variety topic, that seems mm-hmm. to be a thing today. Uh, the, the yeah. sub games and the mini games are sprinkled in this so you can feel that variety. Um, I feel like I, I don't, I don't know too much about it. I have no friends. I didn't play this multiplayer. Um, I feel like some of these were mm-hmm. definitely intended for multiple people the multiple Kirby's or what have you um, like the slapping yeah. tennis one. Does that, does this make sense? Is that multiplayer? You mean I have the no bomb idea. one where you shoot the hot potato hot one potato. where you shoot the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can play all of these in multiplayer, but uh, obviously when you play them, well, yeah, even quick draw, you can play in multiplayer. Yeah. How do you um, play quick draw in multiplayer? Oh, I guess, I guess it's one. I mean, one. just the person who reacts first. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, I had a, so we should let's just go back. So quick draw. This is the one that stays. I think it's called Samurai Kirby or something in this one. Yeah. Uh, uh, basically, you fight five different enemies when you in single player. I mean, not in multiplayer. And it's you wait. You are out on a field. Uh, you wait for the signal, and then if you you have to press um you have to press the button to slash the other person to win the duel. Um. And you even see how fast you were, so there's a little timer. Um, uh, and I had one time I uh, so basically for um, for the last opponent, which is uh, Meta Knight, it's he he does it in 14 milliseconds. Um, so uh, and I can I can get 14, 15 is my sort of average. So. Uh, it really, I, I beat him a couple of times, but it it was like, you know, it was like I was really happy with with beating him. Uh, it 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 is pretty tough to get uh, quicker than fourteen for me. I don't know why why that number, but uh, um, 
I one time I had uh, basically if you do the have the same time you it's just a sort of you 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 uh, cross uh, swords and it's just a a draw and you go again and one time I had uh, I think I had four uh, like four draws uh, four uh, ties or whatever. Oh, you see, that's uh, very cinematic though. That's really cool. It's like you're actually yeah, fighting with... Meta Knight. Yeah, yeah. I had like four in a, in a row with with Meta Knight, and then I lost. <laughs> that was a bit sad, but uh, but yeah, I I think that I mean that one's just a simple reaction one. I think that one's okay. Uh, I <clears throat> um, bomb rally. I didn't really like much. That's a hot potato one where you basically throw a bomb around and you have to um, just hit it with this. the Kirby's hold a pan and it goes and like and you're you're in tossing a it to the other Kirby's. Yeah. Right. I didn't really like that one because there was no indication when it would explode and uh, the tempo the speed changes were like a bit random. Uh, the one I liked was Kirby's Air Grind, which is uh, first of all it looks really cool. It looks like Uni Racers. Um and it uh, yeah, like with some background and foreground stuff. It, it looks really nice. And uh, basically you're on a track, you grind the rail with your star. Uh and uh, you have to hold it down, and then spikes appear in the track. And just like uh, something, just like a lot of mini games and games where you play like with uh, model cars, you know what I mean? Uh, like um, what is that called? Like RC cars. Yeah. Uh, that, those often have the same mechanic. I'm thinking, for example, of the 3DS Street Pass game uh, of that kind, where you basically you have to let go, and if you let it go right before the spike patch. You get like a little grade and you get a speed boost. And then if you uh, press the button again, right after the spike patch, you also get a little boost. Uh, and I really like that. Uh, I really like that one. Uh, um, I think aesthetically it's super cool. It's super satisfying. It makes you feel like Kirby's Air Ride, the, the racing yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, right, and it's and it's good reaction time. I I like that sort of reaction time where you see it and you have to just time it right versus right. uh. Versus a, a timer going down and go, and you gotta press the button on reaction. Like mm. this is way better than quick draw. But go ahead. I think uh, with bomb rally, you see the bomb fly, and then um, the camera, so to speak, sort of only pans down once it reaches you, and that makes it harder to time the um, to time your uh, racket uh, smash or whatever. It doesn't. Uh, uh, the air ride one doesn't feel cheap. Uh, if if the others yeah. feel like in a sort of weird way that you're working against another mechanic. Right. So uh, yeah, those are the sub games. Uh, it's again, it's really cool that you can play the multiplayer. Obviously, that's probably I don't know when the last time was on Earth that someone played these uh, <laughs> on like by hooking up GBAs. But uh, it always is cool when you when you can. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's uh, I think that's Kirby. Well, let me ask you, else? Pavlos, where does this rank? How will you remember it in the in the legacy and pantheon of Kirbydom? Um, I would say it's uh, it's uh, really firmly uh in the in the in the mid tier. I would say of the classic. I would say classic Kirby. I wouldn't put it in the others. I would say in in classic Kirby and the classic Kirby pantheon. This is a po still positive mid tier uh mid tier game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because they, there's definitely ones there's ones I would I would put above it easily like uh, Dreamland two uh, and um, I I personally like the length of of Dreamland one as like this as like this original Game Boy title. It it makes sense to me. It's almost like a quick arcadey thing, but uh, I mean, obviously, yeah, it, it's 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 super short. Uh, but uh, but Dreamland Two and Superstar, I would especially Superstar Ultra, I would put put above it. Uh, others I would put below it, like Dreamland Three, for example. Um, and yeah, um, maybe Amazing Mirror. I yeah. So so yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a good time. It's a good time, uh, and it's a good first Kirby because Adventure is a good first Kirby. So, uh, so yeah, check check it out if you wanna uh, if you wanna get into Kirby. Uh, I played it on Wii U, by the way, on the Virtual Console, GBA Virtual Console. I see. Uh, still keeping the Wii U alive single-handedly here. Uh, 
um, for the for the podcast. Wait, wait, time out. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I just blast from the past. Didn't didn't Kirby also get a Wii re-release like All Stars? Mm, it did. Yes, it did. I you, I completely are, correct. forgot about it until this very moment. Yeah, and that one is a collection of games. So actually, it was uh, well. Obviously, Mario was, but I think it was more games than... It's it not just a ROM games. of All-Stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, it has some really nice... Um, it had some really nice arrangements, like some really nice um, music in there. Uh, some really cool... Uh, yeah, check out the soundtrack, people, of the Kirby Wii uh, compilation. Um, right. That was a. <laughs> that was a. Where did that come from? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. It just. It just reminded me. I was, it just dawned yeah. on me. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> you, you remem- Kirby's, you Kirby blurs for me. I don't know how else to say it. He's so amorphous. That's true. You remember. You remembered your past life as a as a Kirby. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I have uh, a mouth like and Pokemon. I must suck. Um, okay. All right. Uh, next time we will have a guest, a first first time guest, uh, David from. I think he does some uh, some 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 podcast. Uh, I think he also does podcast. Do you do you know him? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of David before. What, what game okay. are we playing with, David? We're gonna play the world ends with you. That's on DS. That's on mobile. That's on Switch. Um, obviously the dual screen, uh, conceit is, you only get that on DS, but, uh, we're going to be playing both versions. Well, not, yeah. So you're going to be playing on DS and I think, uh, David and I, David has played both and, uh, I will, I'm playing the Switch one. So, going to be interesting comparison. Uh, stay, stay fresh, stay, stay tuned, stay, uh, loyal <laughs> and, uh, see you, see you then. Bye everybody. <laughs>